0: The charts are moving slightly differently. And now that you've adjusted it, that's not working either. And then the next week, you've adjusted again. And so you've got three weeks in a row where you've slightly adjusted it. You don't actually have a set strategy and trading plan. You've got a slightly different trading plan implemented three different weeks on three different styles of trading. And you're really fucking yourself over by letting your emotions affect your trading plan, which is then making you rethink whether or not you're a fearful trader, a greedy trader, or a FOMO trader, shall we say. And so we really have to eradicate these emotions from previous trades, stick to our plan and just stick focused on the one method and let it play out over a long period of time and let the law of averages show that the trading style that we've got, which we're learning from someone incredibly good at it and has proof, actually does work. Good morning, good afternoon and good evening. My name is Jake and you are listening to The Success Shift. Show where perfection does not exist, but learning and growth take center stage. Have you ever felt stuck? Like you're doing all the work but not getting the results? Maybe you feel like there's something missing. Perhaps there is some sort of internal shift that's needed to really get you to that next stage of success. Well, buckle up and join me as we jump into the minds of those who have been successful in their field and dive a little deeper into what is actually needed to get you to that next level. Is success just a state of mind? Does believing you're successful act as a catalyst to greater success? Is it something we can work on, or are some people just luckier than others? No matter what you're into or where your passion lies, if you're wanting change or a shift in perspective, then you are definitely going to want to tune in. There we are. Good morning, everyone um we're having a fantastic morning yet again it's tuesday lovely tuesday we try to get a little bit more into the trading side of things here on our mindset calls um starting off with some gratitude i was just saying i had a very long morning with my little man but um still grateful for the lessons that i'm constantly learning i'm currently reading this book called the wonder weeks where it talks about um different phases of baby's growth and development and um how basically there'll be a certain time roughly at certain intervals that all babies go through where they're extra fussy and extra needy and uh, their brains are developing in a certain way that leaves them kind of in awe as if they're working up to a new world and so I think we're just entering one of those phases today it's a very interesting book highly recommend it to all parents called Wonder Weeks Um, and it's really helping me sort of grow along with my little man as well so it's uh, very grateful for finding this book and for having um my my girlfriend actually found it in German and and she found it for me in English which was amazing so um it's it's an incredible book and it's it's been really helpful so far and I'm really grateful for having that I'm really grateful for having a thirst and want to read I never used to be a reader mum would always say when I was growing up you got to read you know it's good for you you'll enjoy it right, right. and I was like I hate reading I want to be outdoors playing sports and stuff and as I got older so I was 28 I started to read some I found my kind of niche of books and now now I love it so I'm really grateful for my mum's persistence and for the ability to grow into newfound passion something I never thought I'd enjoy but now enjoy thoroughly um, I'm extremely grateful for my Ugg boots today because it's very cold and wet and uh, we were doing a little bit of maintenance on the balcony and my feet stayed nice and roasty, toasty, warm. So I'm very grateful for my other boots and for my family coming over just a month ago and bringing And to my mum for bringing them. So I'm very grateful for her. Um, Always grateful for my mum. So please check in the chats what you're grateful for. Let's share some gratitude. Um, Get your m- morning starting off right. It's a positive mindset. Actually, I might just... Is this better for the sound, anyone? I just realised my m- mic was on the other side of my desk just doing some cleaning hopefully that sounds a bit better that's better okay perfect thank you yeah i'm trying to get this sound thing right for the the spotify listeners i'm still learning how to do all the editing and making it sort of sound reasonable so if you're listening on spotify i apologize i am learning and hopefully getting better but hopefully this is a bit better with the mic nice and close all right let's have a look at some of this gratitude good morning good morning good morning good morning very cool i'll buy it for my niece yeah it's called um wonder weeks and oh it's, it's on my bedside table i don't have it on my desk but um if you want i can send you the information for it Great grateful for a decent night's sleep nice errand. something that i'm envious of today <laughs> i'm grateful that my trading plan is growing my ability to not overtrade love it yes Mark. Wow, i'm so proud of you because i know that's we both had that overtrading um habit really quite strong didn't we and um yes we did yeah and i'm i'm really reducing mine now like These last few weeks, I haven't taken any more than three trades. And even though like a couple of times I've just been losses, I've stuck to my trading plan and I'm super proud of myself and it's huge development. So I'm proud of you, Mike. I'm grateful for working on learning the art of being grateful. Nice. I like that. I'm grateful for the fresh air and amazing winter walk this morning and for this group of session, group and session. I'm grateful for patience and discipline that continues to grow within me and for acceptance in all things you have patience and discipline or that is an incredible skill set to have and to develop something that I've found myself um, needing to develop more I thought I was okay and then I realized that nope I need to develop that a lot more and that discipline and consistency as well um, that comes along with that can benefit in so many ways so good on you there I'm grateful for life yes I'm grateful for each day I get the opportunity to be better I was the day before continual growth loving it that's it you know we only we only need to be better than we were yesterday that's the only person we need to ever compete against that's the only person that we ever need to compare against and it's the only person that we should ever try and be better than if we want to get better you know Um, some days we just simply can't be better than the day we were yesterday and that's completely fine too but life isn't about what we see on social media and the attention grab of most influencers and stuff like that because we never really compare our entire life to that one person we will compare the best parts of multiple people's lives so this is quite a big um, important topic in in mindset that I was listening to just this morning how social media while it's so great in so many ways can be so detrimental in many others because we're continuously comparing ourselves and continuously trying to have the car that that person's got, but the house that that person's got or and the dream traveling lifestyle that that person's got rather than, you know, idolizing one person and then finding out what the traumas they live with and what the sad things are they live with and what the struggles they are and then trying to copy all them. We just don't do that. That's not how it works. So we've got to take a step back and give ourselves a break. And, you know, just was I better than I was yesterday? If not, okay, maybe I've got some work to do. If I was, be proud and grateful for that and give yourself a pat on the back. So grateful for a positive outlook and for this wonderful community we have. And it's growing as well, which I like. I'm grateful for my health, my family, and continuing to keep learning. Sorry, one sec, this. I really like my incense, but some, some days the draft in here just blows it straight into my face. So I just had to move that because it was choking me out. Grateful for my health, my family, and continuing to keep learning. Grateful for all the support that surrounds me. Yes, support is so key to success. I find if you've got a good support network, you can get through anything. Great wisdom. I only need to be better than who we were yesterday. Exactly. So interesting. Thank you for sharing. Perfect. All right. So you got a little piece of paper. Oh, sorry. You got a little piece of paper that's in your camera. Thank you. I'll sticky notes. Move that yeah, over. You're Have welcome. A- Sticky notes all over my computer, so thanks for that. <laughs> Sometimes they fold in front. Okay, thanks, Mike. Yeah, so today um I want to delve into a little bit off topic of the why, but also related, and it's more about the fear. So as we know, and if those who have spoke, listened, heard me speak before, I talk about how fear and greed, the two emotions that run the charts, right? If you look at the Wall Street cheats sheet, if you look at um, any of the Emotional ebbs and flows that you, um, oh, what's that other sh- sheet that I was looking at the other day? Can't remember the name of it. Okay, let's just stick to the wall cheat sheet, sheet. You'll see that there's the ebbs and flows of emotion and the highs and lows and the euphoria and the greed and um, the anger that comes in to trading. And this is across all stocks, Forex, crypto, um, pretty much any Bonds, anything that you can think of in re- term, relation to global economics runs on fear and greed. All right now, just chuck a one in the chat if you've um, heard of or seen the Wall Street cheat sheet and know what I'm talking about. And if you haven't, chuck a two in there, just so I can talk more about it if we don't have. Okay. Two, two, two. Okay. That's quite a few people. All right. I'm just going to, for those of you that are listening on the podcast, at a later date, just Google the Wall Street cheat sheet. I'm going to be sharing this. I'll share my screen with the people who are here so that everyone knows what we're talking about. If you just Google Wall Street cheat sheet, you can all find this. it would just be an image, probably the first one in Google. Yep, there it is. So basically what this talks about, and you can find this extremely clear in relation to like if if you look at the 2017 Bitcoin cycle and the peaks and flows, this um, it almost matches one-to-one. So for those of you who trade Bitcoin or cryptocurrency, um, I would recommend just going and comparing these two charts. But what we have here is the Wall Street cheat sheet, cheat sheet, which talks about emotion compared to time. Wow, my computer is very much lagging. So we come into the start of a rally, and we have a bit of disbelief from the end of the last rally. And then we get a bit of a movement up, which gives us this hope. So we're like, oh, recovery is possible. And this is where lots of these, lots of good investors should aim to be getting in, sort of getting in at this disbelief zone as we move into the hope. You know, we've got a sign that we're breaking highs. This is where we want to be getting in. But what happens, especially with Bitcoin, and I'm using this because It's great in the media. Like most people who hear about Bitcoin, have only heard about it three or four times, and that is when it's peaking, right? So, we come in, we have this hope, and then as it rises, we get this optimism, belief. It usually hits the media around here, around here. Then we get into the thrill. Everyone's making lots of money. It's great. I'm gonna. Everyone's just gonna buy everything because this is going to the moon. And it picks up a little bit, and everyone's like, "Yes, we're gonna be rich." Tell your neighbors. Tell your cats. And then we have have this drop. This first sort of spit pipe spike down because all the people who invested here are absolutely crushing it so they're starting to take their profits out here and but most people have gotten in here with this thrill and belief and euphoria which has pushed this price up to this sort of blow off top comes down sort of resettles okay don't worry it was just a little bit of a pullback you know we're going to be moving back up and we get into this complacency we just got to like hold off wait for this next rally to keep pushing and then it starts to drop a bit the people who are getting in here and the thrill and belief and all those people who are just no trading for media and you know their neighbor telling them that it's a good idea and don't actually study the charts um, are all sort of at break even at this point. And then it starts to go down, gets into anxiety and then denial and then panic. And this works on any time frame on anything. So if you've ever been in a trade and you get in and you like missed the boat and it's come up and put, started to pull back rather than getting out. And I think this actually happened to us yesterday on the charts when we had to push up It pulled back down here and rather than exiting, it then did this exact drop. We get denial, panic, and then copulation and anger. And usually around here, it hits our stop loss depending on where we got in. And then it gets to depression like, oh, my God, I just had this profit. And now I've let it come all the way down and we're into disbelief, right? So depending on where you are in your trading journey, you'll either be buying in this thrill euphoria and getting into the trap and losing your money and getting into this denial, panic and capitulation and anger. Or you will have learned the ebbs and flows and you'll be buying during the fear and selling during the greed. And so you'll be buying in this depression state when everyone's like, Oh my God, my stocks are going, I'm losing all this money. And you're like, sweet, perfect time to buy. And then you wait and hold until everyone's telling all their neighbors that Bitcoin's going to the moon and it's on the media. And then you jump out and you've, you made your profits and then watch everyone else sort of crumble around you. And unfortunately those are the emotions that run the charts. And if you were ever trading during when, um, Trump was president. He'd send one tweet out and the charts, especially in US 30 would just plummet. They would just drop or they would skyrocket. Or Elon Musk would tweet about Doge or Bitcoin and then that'd shoot up as well. Like trading during Trump was as volatile as trading during the news 24 7. Like all he'd do is send out one stupid tweet and then the charts would react like there's no tomorrow. So why did this happen? Fear greed right trump would say something and everyone would think the economy is going to do something ridiculous and so they'd sell out or everyone would buy in thinking that they're going to make a lot of money or thinking that they're scared of losing all their money these are the two main things that drive the charts all the time fear and greed and we understand and this is why trading is so difficult because we've got to base every single trade of probability without letting our emotions into trading however we have to find probability in the emotions of everyone who are who is on the chart at that particular time because there's some form of fear and some form of greed in the market. And we're trying to find a probability probability, probability of the outcome going in other direction based on the ebbs and flow of the current emotion of the chart. So it's a really hard thing to wrap your head around. And the sooner you can, the greater uh, you're going to be. That'd be so, great. Muting some people here. Sorry, if you wanted to ask a question, that's fine. Just um, there's a bit of background noise. So just unmute yourself. Um, yeah, so it's all about the ebbs and flows. And the two main fears, fear and greed, can be seen in any aspect. And what I want to talk to you about is fear. Okay, and the funny thing enough is we're actually only born with two main fears. It is the fear of falling and the fear of loud noises. So if I scared anyone and jumped you back, you still got one of your main fears. Don't worry about that. But we've only got—we're only born with two main fears, right? We are born as a child with the fear of falling and the fear of loud noises. And the, everything else that we have, every other fear that we have in our life, is either learnt—well, is learnt. Sorry, is learnt or developed through some kind of shock or trauma or something along those lines. And if in that case every fear that we have is learnt, every fear that we have can also be unlearnt right? So I'm just going to stop sharing this. Um, was, there we go. So every fear that we have can also be unlearned. And so it's really interesting when we look at the charts and we look at our trading style and we look at how we've traded. And this is why an emotional journal is so key. And this is what um, I'll be bringing out. My emotional journal is about, I think there's about eight key factors Um like there's lots of things you can improve on in many areas, but there's about eight or so key factors that you can boil them down to that are the key reasons for why a trade went the wrong way. And that's either through emotion or uh, a couple of other things. So like over-trading, you know, you know when you're getting into over-trading stages, um, you know, when you're like entering a trade without an entry, like you're like, Oh, I'm just going to jump in. Or maybe you've, um, not gotten a particular entry candle, but you just have a feeling or yeah, no entry, entry exactly, Leah. So um, there's a bunch of reasons that, and you know when you're doing them, like especially when you get a bit further in your trading journey and you understand trading and you start to analyze your trading sessions and see what you did well and what you didn't do well, you start to know when you when you made the mistakes. You're like, ah, that wasn't an entry. Why did I enter there? Some kind of emotion overtook me and forced me to enter. Or you sit pulling back and you jump in again and you're like ah that's not really how we meant to trade or you see it um or perhaps you're one of those people who is on the other end and it moves up a tiny bit in profit and you move your stop loss to break even really quickly and then it comes back and takes you out or it's it's up maybe 10 points and you're like oh you know what i'm just going to exit here and you haven't seen an exit yet there's no VBC. there's no liquid There's there's no signs to exit but there's been a fear and you you've jumped in so there are four main fears in trading. And again, you can Google this. I'm sure there's a few different ways of putting these, but there are four main trading fears. You should write these down. So the first is the fear of missing out. And that's a pretty common one. Um, you know, we're always thinking, oh, this this move's going to go to the moon. So I want to jump in just because I don't want to miss out and watch the run go for ages and be sitting on the other side, right? You're talking about my all, all my, my emotions all here, yeah. Well, this is the thing. All the emotions is what we what we have in trading, and this is ha- what we need to analyze. And we need to, and this is why an emotional trading journal is so key. Because you will find that there's about four, or there's about, I would say about eight main reasons, all based on emotion, why we make stupid mistakes, or why we make foolish, newbie errors, or whatever it is, whatever you want to call it, you choose your verbiage. Um, but the four main fears here, yeah, are the fear of missing out, because Like I said, we've all sat there, watched the move go to the moon, and we're like, why did I not jump into that? And so next time we're like, oh, don't want to miss that. I'm going to just jump in and do a no entry entry just in case, right? The fear of being wrong and um, not trying to be sexist, but usually in men, that's much higher because we're stubborn and we're egotistical and we have a hard time admitting that we were wrong or made the wrong decision. Um, Like Teresa is like the queen at just being okay with saying, nope, wrong, exit. Move on to the next one. There's no attachment. There's no holding on. There's no like. And this is another thing: holding on to past trades and letting them affect the future is all based on emotion as well. And so, if we missed a huge run and we're worried we're going to miss out on the next one, that's holding on to the last trade, which is affecting our current trade. The fear of being wrong is like, oh, I've been wrong a couple of times. Like, I'm not going to be wrong again. And you you see some traders, and I've spoken to many traders, usually in their late twenties, early thirties, men who go, yeah, I've gotten. 30 out of 30 trades r- r- correct in a row. But I mean, you look at their risk to reward and, and their profits, and you know, it's it's not actually that good. And then they take a loss and they take a loss of like 6% because they're so they're holding on so strongly that it's going to turn around. And so like even though they may be 30 out of 30, they've had drawdowns of up to 12, 15%. So these things are not really good for longevity. Um, and you know, ego playing a huge, huge part in in trading in general so that fear of being wrong the next is fear of leaving profits on the table and i'm this is one for me that i is really my kryptonite like so many times i will jump in a good trade and it will go down to like a um and this i believe this is purely based on greed and this is why i often say to my shock i am still very much dealing with greed even though i feel like i'm a very generous and giving and caring person This is probably my kryptonite in in trading and the the one thing that I'm working on and it's the fear of leaving profits on the table. And so many times, like I said, I'll be in a trade, it'll move up, it might get me 20, 30 points and then I'll be like, okay, so but it's going with the trend. It's reached this EMA level or this resistance level. If it breaks over this, there's plenty of room for it to run and I can get five, six, 7% and I don't want to leave that on the table so I'll stay in. And then you get a big rejecting candle that pushes all the way back down. And then it like pulls all the way down and you lose most of your profits and it's almost at your stop loss and you're like, oh, okay. Well, now it's just doing a pullback. So I'll give it the room to do the pullback. So then it can go up and break the the high and then continue up. And then it doesn't give the pullback and then it comes down. You go, oh well, I don't want to, you know, lose money that I've actually made. So you move it up like almost and then it tags you and then you take like four out of the 30 points you've got. And then sometimes it does go the other way, break like you said, and run to your highs. Right? It's incredibly frustrating and i have done it so many times and this is where i believe so okay so far i'm three out of three yeah so if you're new to trading or you know you're hearing this for the first time don't be surprised that you will be all of these and at different levels and this is why i believe an emotional journal and tracking this and like so that so I'm not trying to plug my journal, but the way that I'm presenting it, the reason that it helps me is so that once I've done my why I feel what I feel in my trade, I I have a keyword section and I write down the one keyword and then I can look back at my trades and be like, okay, that was like for example, I have the fear of leaving profits on the table. Like seven out of my ten trades, and like what could you have done better? moved your t- stop loss tighter, taking more profits. Fear of leaving and why? Fear of leaving money on the table. Like right? I've got that and I can look back and I just got a green highlighter which just stands out like a sore thumb on my trading journal. And it's the emotion of me having greed in my trades and wanting to take everything that is stopping me from actually progressing forward. And, and it's really clear and obvious to me. And I, once you start doing your journaling and writing down the emotions and understanding that there are these key factors and finding those keywords and those are the things you can work on. Oh, I have thought of that as FOMO, but this is a new perspective. Yeah. So it is kind of the fear of missing out, but it's also the fear of like leaving money on the table and if, you, if you're if you like, the fear of missing out, I find is more trigger happy, and like entering because you don't want to miss a move. But when you're in a move and you're trying to manage the trade properly and you're trying to take maximum profits, rather than just sort of taking out exits and realizing we're approaching our, you know, target area for profit, let's trail our stop loss really closely. And then if it breaks there and then perfect, if not, pull back, wait, reset up. Who cares? Not the point. This is the trade here. But I think fear of missing out is when you're like, oh, I'm gonna get in this because it could. But when you're in the trade and it's like pulling up and coming back down and um, you know, you're not really sure, then I think it's the fear of leaving profits on the table. And then the other one is fear of losing profits or turning profits into losses. And this often is based around if you're one of those people who it goes into um profit within the first like candle and it's up by like 10 points, and so you're straight to break even and have I know I've been through all of these phases because I like realize that what I'm doing wrong and then I try to fix that and one of the other fears takes over and then I've, I've managed one of them but I'm being led by the other one okay four out of four don't worry Lorraine I have been all four of these through my trading career and I will be, get to a point where I'm like okay so I'm going through leaving profits on the table and so I'm giving it way too much room and then it's pulling back and then it's turning into draw down and I can't exit early and it's hitting my stop loss okay so now I'm going to protect my capital really quickly which is a key aspect to trading protecting protecting your capital right but then it goes up 10 15 points or 10 points and you move it to break even right away and then it comes back down takes you out and then goes for this nice 50 point run, and you're sitting there going why why does this always happen to me Right? chuck some ones in the chat if you've sat there and going why does this always happen to me uh, oh I got some this is my biggest struggle, finding the balance of protecting capital, but allowing space for the trade to play out. I totally agree. Yes, one, one ones yes, why, why, why? yes, one, one, one. okay. So just saw that before it shot off this comment, too. was that Amy? Yeah, this is one of the biggest struggles is it's finding that balance between allowing um, profits and protecting capital and running a little bit out of time on this, but this is why having a trading plan, is key because I I believe what we're doing is we're going, okay. So yeah, I'll repeat them just before we finish up to make it not a problem. So I'm going like, okay. Um, I'm gonna protect my capital. Last X amount of trades, I didn't move my stop loss close enough. So this particular time, I'm gonna do it. Oh, it's taking me out. Okay. I don't want to get stopped out at break even this time because that's happened to me the last X amount of trades. So this time, because of what happened the last X amount of trades, I'm going to adjust and I'm going to do this instead. And what we're doing here is we're not doing probability trading on the one exact trade based on our trading plan. We are letting previous trades affect our emotions. Therefore, we adjust our trading plan to the scenario aiming to take as much profit as possible. What we really need to do is make a trade to the rules. Is there an exit? Is it this? Is it that? Yes, no. Doesn't matter what the fuck happened in the past. It doesn't matter how the trade is moving um, relative to previous trades. But all that matters is what is happening right now, right here. And is it following my plan? Because you might go through a week where your trading plan just doesn't quite click and doesn't quite hit each of the the moves but then you'll have three weeks where it does but if you take one week and go oh this isn't working i'm going to adjust it slightly and then adjust it then the next week the charts are moving slightly differently and now that you've adjusted it that's not working either and then the next week you've adjusted again and so you've got three weeks in a row where you've slightly adjusted it you don't actually have a set strategy and trading plan you've got a slightly different trading plan implemented three different weeks on three different styles of trading And you're really fucking yourself over by letting your emotions affect your trading plan, which is then making you rethink whether or not you're a fearful trader, a greedy trader, or a FOMO trader, shall we say. And so we really have to eradicate these emotions from previous trades, stick to our plan, and just stick focused on the one method, and let it play out over a long period of time. And let the law of averages show that the trading style that we've got, which we're learning from someone incredibly good at it and has proof actually does work. So yeah, um, Amy wrote it out, but I will read them again. So your four trading fears are the fear of missing out, the fear of being wrong, the fear of leaving profits on the table and the fear of losing profits. So having profits turn to losses. Yeah, so those are the four main and you can Google them and find them and some will have slightly different and some will have different uh, perspectives on them, but that's the same sort of concept. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to really touch base on the fear and greed and the four fear fears the four trading fears that are really, really predominant. And if we can get an understanding of this and let our trading plan be strong through and through, no matter what sort of fear you're letting into your style of trading, no matter what emotion you're letting affect your style of trading, then you can really start to to get a bit more robotic, I believe. And again, it's not about stopping you from feeling these fears. It's about learning how to be okay with them because our body is run by our emotional brain not our logical brain we need to let our logic control the emotion let the emotion do what it do do what it wants to do but allow our logic to um you know guide it in the right direction that's best for us okay so that's all i'm going to say on this we are running out of time our trading calls just about to start am just going to flick through these last comments thank you much appreciated to bring grace in as i'm so hard on myself i really want success and training yeah being hard on yourself is a huge thing and um i think that also come down to understanding your why a little bit more and we can discuss being hard on yourself and you know just giving yourself a bit of a break a bit later as well we've discussed that a bit earlier as well but it is really important jake thank you for discussing this with us every day we are getting better stronger faster and your call is making a huge impact for me i love it yes As long as I can help one person become a successful trader, that's all that matters to me. And we've got 10 people showing up consistently and it is growing. So hopefully I'll be able to help more and more as we grow. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This topic today was really, really great. Thank you, as always. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, everybody. I'm going to bounce pretty quickly because I have gone a little bit over our time. To my traders, I will see you on the call right now. Um, To everyone else, we'll see you tomorrow. For now, I will love you and leave you. And for those who have messaged me in regards to going through their why, um, I would, yeah, maybe have a think about what you think your why is, and then we can go through the seven levels deep tomorrow. And I think we got two people that uh, definitely said yes. If anyone else is keen and interested, like I said, send me a message. Um, I would like to go through as many as we can to really let people see how it works and really help as many people find their why um, to a deeper level. But for now, love you all. Thank you. And we'll see you tomorrow, if not in our trading call. Bye. Thank you, Jake. Bye-bye.